Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am Timothy Robert Dunn, one of your two hosts, a common man in Chicago. And I am Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States, now a common man also in Chicago. And this is a political podcast where we touch on the week's political events, and I offer, you know, somewhat of an antiquarian perspective there from where I'm from, the 19th century, and Tim kind of fills in the rest with, you know. How was that intro? What did you think of that intro? It was fine. Maybe a little verbose. Well, that's my style. I had to make up for it because I've got a high, creaky voice and a very bad face. Yeah. Stephen Douglas once said I was two-faced, and I said, I plainly, sir, if I had two faces, do you think I would choose to wear this one? It killed. That's a good bit. It slayed. That's a good bit, my man. I think that was in Ottawa, Illinois. Anyway, just had up his stitches. And then, of course, it gets purged in the newspaper, which is kind of the worst because I can't use it anymore. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm thinking of newspaper in my time, because it'd be like, no one would fucking read that. People read them in my day. Right. Because that was like the equivalence of your the phones. The Twitters. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the Twitters. Except it was harder for everyone to kind of spout off with their opinions and right. to share what they were doing. You could use more uh, more words. Right, yeah. you could. And, and, uh, but fewer people could, could even get involved. So it was sure. more words for fewer people. This is much more democratic. How about that? Buddy, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. We should touch base about where I was last week. Yeah, I uh, talked to some of the uh, our favorite presidents. Right. Not that we don't love all our presidents. But all just, of those presidents belong yeah. on the Mount Rushmore of the podcast Mount Rushmore. Yes, that's fair. Yeah. Presidents Taft, Presidents Jefferson, uh-huh. President Theodore Roosevelt, mm-hmm. and President uh, 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 Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Uh, he was also there and uh, had a lot of creative ideas for what should happen in the, the Friends sequel. Yeah, uh, yeah, Fred's movie. I also wish I could have uh, dug in more about their involvement. Mainly with... just Gunther killing himself. Oh, yeah. Shotgun blast. <laughs> right. That got, that got pretty dark. I forgot about that. Right. That was Andrew Jackson's suggestion. Anyway, you were saying. I was just, I feel like I wish I've uh, dug in a little bit more about their involvement in uh, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, suicide or murder, whatever happened there. Yeah, we, we've glossed over we that. We may have to have them back again to <laughs> right. clarify. But hey, that's going to, you know, it could only be good for the podcast of course uh, people are going to be wondering about that yeah now we're building up just like the guest we had before then was also very good for this uh uh kim kardashian right i actually spent thanksgiving with her family the kardashian wests and the jenners wow yes it was good yeah uh for the most part except people kept trying to bring up politics in that house Mm -hmm. and i think that happens in all houses but in most houses i think there's some debate in the like um you know, there are differences of opinions in houses. Right. But when politics comes up in the Kardashian household, everyone just goes, what are politics? And then they have to figure it out on their phone for a long time. Uh, and so then when I walked in and I said, what are you wearing? And you said, I'll explain it on air. So this is one of Kanye West's outfits that he designed. Yes. So uh, we shall, uh, we'll get to this in a little bit. But okay. I spent a lot of time with Kanye West. And I have to say, we really hit it off. Okay. And I rarely felt as at home with someone yeah uh, you know very charismatic guy well no i what i'm saying is i don't get a lot of credit for adjusting to modernity the way that i have oh sure you know and uh it's only been 150 years or so but nonetheless it is still a big change there's been a lot of differences like you have you eat most of your foods w- with a microwave and uh well, i don't know about well no i do yes you're right i do eat most of my foods with a microwave and i know not what those even were or sure. how they work i they're pretty much indistinguishable for anything anything on star trek and microwaves same thing to me <laughs> so anyway yeah. Kanye west uh i've just never found someone who had uh so who thought about things the way i do 
a the way you do yeah the okay. way i do uh you know uh, uh recovering white supremacist from the 19th century <laughs> he espoused opinions and opined about things that i have not even i it's been forever since i've even thought of uh-huh could you give me an example? Well, when he thought that, uh, you may have known that he, he uh, thought, at one point, he was like, slavery was kind of a choice. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow, I haven't heard that in a long time. Because I thought to myself, when I, in the mid-1800s, like, why would anyone choose to be right. treated like this and and murdered and separated from their families and suffer even worse indignities? And, uh, uh, but, you know, I would always be... Uh, uh, assured by uh, Southern interest trying to assuage me, saying that they that, enjoy it. And, yeah, they yeah, choose right. it. They, they're actually very yeah. happy. And uh, he he said that, and I was like, oh, okay. That's interesting. I thought he had started, uh, like, kind of trending away from these thoughts, but he's back in it then, it sounds it like. It seems like it. One time I was in, in Kentucky on a riverboat, and okay. there were a group of African Americans performing a song, and uh-huh. they, were, uh, they were slaves. And I was thinking to myself, uh, oh, wow, uh, that's poor, poor them, uh, you know, and and then uh, they assured me uh, that, no, we're very happy doing this, and uh, that they really liked it, and that don't, they don't have to worry, I don't have to worry about them, and they had a, uh, their, their master had a shotgun at their head, Oof. And, and so uh, anyway, it was just like being on that riverboat again. So, uh, did, you, did you go to Sunday service? Oh, so the other thing I should say is, okay. uh, uh, I no longer wanted to sleep with his wife. I mean, oh, that, yeah. That, I think we kind of reached that at the end of the episode. We did. I right? just want to make that very She's still clear. attractive, though. Right. Yeah. I, I actually mentioned it to him, and he didn't care. Really? Well, he just, like, it didn't seem to phase him. Huh. Yeah, he just didn't seem I that I bet he concerned. gets that a fair amount, right? Or maybe, yeah. yeah. Something like that. I, he might have thought I was kidding. Okay. Well, we should have him on sometime. That'd be fun, right? It'll be fun. So, Do you anyway. listen to any of his music? I, at the Sunday service, I did. Okay, yeah. Lots of music about Jesus. Yes, right. And uh, I haven't heard... Uh, th- uh, a lot of um, spiritual music since being back in the day. There's not nearly as much spiritual music as during your time. But it seems like all the music from my time is now making a comeback. To some extent, there was a, a real uh, folk renaissance a few years back. You know, Old Town Road is all about a horse. <laughs> Katia West is all about spiritual. Okay, so you're talking about subject matter, not um, musical genres. Yes. Okay. And, uh, yeah, subject matter. Okay. I mean, I everyone's using technology. They're using whatever microwaves they cook their yeah. music in now. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm not really a religious guy. I'm more, like, spiritual. Yeah, I know that about and, you. Uh, yeah, you do. And I've often, I was accused early on in my political career of being, like, not a religious guy because I kind of let my um, uh, skepticism and apostasy kind of show through. And it, got, it caught up with me a bit. So I always made sure after that to kind of join a church to kind of keep them fooled. Because you just don't want to deal with people being yeah, like, you're not really religious. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to get into it because then you have to be like, well, are you really religious? And the truth is, is like, they're probably not, but they don't want to have someone around who's like not religious. It's interesting. It, it feels like we've just given up on that with Trump, haven't we? Oh, yeah. We have, absolutely. We just, no one even asks him anymore. Oh, no. No. He just says it's a personal issue. Hmm. And he gets a pass. Yeah. Because it's um, all about your, he'd probably say it's all about his actions. Of course, yeah. yeah. Well, I just went up to Minnesota and I saw my folks. My dad's, uh, uh, Take forever, why don't you? You're just dragging out your story as long as possible. We're already, like, almost eight minutes in, Tim. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess you're right. I should keep this short. You're um, just chewing, the, chewing it up, but go ahead, finish your thing. Yeah, that's fine. My dad's uh, happy with um, sort of the less spending we've been doing uh, on the credit card, so that's good. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and a new episode of The Mandalorian came out, but we can't really talk about that because we have a no Star Wars. Right. It's Nixon's fault. He yeah. really got us it's, it's off of You know thing. what? If you listen back to that uh, episode, it's definitely his fault and not ours for relying on Star Wars talk too much. Yeah, of course. So, Abe, uh, I wanted to uh, just check in. We, we emailed about this episode beforehand. Um, we uh, haven't uh, touched on politics too much lately, so we just wanted to do a quick check-in. Quick. We got to get back to our brand. Sometimes the people just want to hear... You know, us being yeah. the guys talking about politics. But then we also agreed we should probably um, discuss uh, the Netflix Witcher TV series, which we'll get to in a minute. Right, because that's also trending content. Right, right, right. So we have to kind of yeah. be ready to talk about these things. So it's our job as content creators. Yeah, so since we've... Uh, An important job. Since we uh, uh, have met, uh, talked recently about politics, uh, Deval Patrick, former governor of Massachusetts, I believe, uh, jumped into the Democratic race, and so did New York Mayor, former New York Mayor uh, Michael Bloomberg. Uh, do you have any initial thoughts as to these gentlemen uh, uh, trying to be president? I do. Okay. I get. No, I don't get it, Timothy. Okay. I, I, I was... You don't get their reasoning for jumping in? Well, here's or... the thing. Everyone is talking about, like, what are these people thinking? Why are yeah. they doing this? And I wish I could have the take that was just kind of like, actually, I think it's a smart move at this point. <laughs> Why do you think it's a smart move? Well, I've gone back and forth as trying to come up with a sort of... I, don't, I can't really defend it. I suppose one could argue that because they've waited for so many people to fall out of the race, now it'll be easier to make the debate stage. And that also they see that it's kind of uh, a marathon, not a sprint. And that they're also trying to sneak in here at this one point so they can go in, come in later and last longer, perhaps when everyone kind of inevitably fatigues of whoever is in the lead sure. and they talk themselves out of that person. Perhaps he can make some sort of like Santorum-esque rise. I forgot about that. He had a rise? Yeah, he was close. He like won Pennsylvania yeah. or something. He was still, I mean, he wasn't close, but he was still right, kicking. Right, right. Um, we also... Uh, didn't even mention Kamala Harris dropped out, which is she pretty did. huge. She's the um, the most successful person so far to drop. I mean, not that there's been a single vote cast or anything, but I guess in terms of uh, polling, most successful person to drop out up to this point, it seemed like it was largely just a money thing. Right. Yeah. She is a uh, freshman senator. Yeah. Uh, much like uh, Barack Obama was. Right. Same situation. Uh, Intelligent, a prosecutor, uh, pretty good on a debate stage. She just never got enough people to say they liked her in the polls. Right, of yeah. course. They liked her when she was curb-stomping Joe Biden. <laughs> yes, they did. And they also, it was interesting to see how many people came out to support her on like Twitter and stuff after she had fallen off. And it's like, where was this a couple days ago? I don't know. Yeah. But I think that's probably how the internet works. Yeah. If somebody's... Uh, I think that if you, you'll be in whatever bubble you're in, but there's no bubble that's kind of like Joe Biden is great because I think everyone's kind of... No, there's no Twitter. There's there's seemingly no Twitter audience for Joe Biden. I think that what's going to happen is that is everyone will they'll fall out and then everyone will be like, oh, that was the person who could have done it. That person would have been great. Like we did in 2016. Yeah, probably. It's difficult. Yeah. Uh, the whole process has become more of a, of a, of a spectacle and a, sh oh, yeah. a show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in my, in my day, if I can talk about this, yeah. there's a reason why, like, the party, this stuff wasn't, um, didn't really drag this out. <laughs> you just had a bunch of men smoking cigars to decide on who the nominee was? Yeah, it would yeah. take, like, sometimes it would take, like, 16 hours, and right. they'd have to shuffle these envelopes back and forth, and yeah. people would clamor, and then people would come over this. It was very, like, um, uh, there's something almost, uh, democratic about it. When you think I know, I'm sorry. 
Mr. President, well, I don't agree with you. Let's there. see. Democracy was invented in ancient Greece in 508 BC. Let's think that in that time it was just the, a, a few uh, patricians who or, 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 or landowners who got to vote on issues. Yeah, some some senators. Yeah, right. And so those folks would uh, have casting votes. It was ever who could shout the loudest. This is how it worked for like 500 years. Right. Which is true. So that's kind of how it worked in the uh, the party convention halls. You know, in Chicago, when I was nominated, I wasn't even there. They had to build this convention hall just to sure. house people. So I don't know. At this point, would you rather just see that happen? Just have a, a group of people just pick? Because, I mean, that's kind of what they did with the superdelegates with Hillary, right? Oh, wait, um, there's, yeah, you're right, the superdelegates. But they voted to, I believe, I may be wrong here, I think they voted to get rid of the superdelegate system. Um, so I don't think that's happening anymore. I could be way off, though. It did not seem very popular. <laughs> right. I think that uh, it, it's going to be tough. I, I think, um, I don't think Michael Bloomberg has a chance. I don't think there's ap an appetite for a billionaire to win the democratic nomination well, the way billionaires have been maligned this election cycle it's about time someone advocates for them <laughs> i would say that maybe they're jumping at this point because they're hoping they'll be competitive in new hampshire which is the second uh contest maybe because they're both going for that lane right the joe biden lane right they're both looking at the the field right now and saying joe biden isn't doing good enough they let they let kamala harris like take care of him sure and then they're gonna hop in right and they're going to be the centrist. I actually think Joe Biden has done better in the past week, two weeks, than he has in a long time. The problem is, is it doesn't seem as if he wants to do this. No, it seems like he is, um, he's like saddled by responsibility to do it. The other problem is that he's so bad on a debate stage, and debates seem to be all that people care about these days. Yeah. I mean, the current president was vaunted to the top of his party because he just, he like, you know, loomed over his his little podium yeah i mean his giant tie and shouted at people he like but there's also something about trump where he had what 17 other people running for it splitting that centrist vote if he had like three or four competitors i, I don't think he would have won i don't think he'd be president right now well um but then do you think let me ask you this thought experiment abe this is our new segment thought experiment thought experiment <laughs> let's get a sponsor for this yes Thought Experiment is brought to you by Peloton. Um, Abe, do you think that if either Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, just one of them, drops out, are, do those uh, uh, candidates inherit the other's uh, uh, voters? Like, could one of them be just swamping Joe Biden right now if the other one dropped out? This is where my perspective comes to play, where I do wonder where the party leadership is on any of these issues oh because sure at some point someone has to sit down with these candidates and explain this thing to them but unfortunately it seems as if we are currently in a place where everyone is trying to apply lessons from the last election to the next election uh -huh. and it seems like what you said about the 17 candidates the democrats think that was a good thing because the republicans <laughs> won so they're going to have 17 times 17 candidates and then that they are just going to just let the chips fall and whoever wins whoever wins sure so i think that uh, to answer your question, I I think, yeah, you would expect that the people who were farther on the left would all fall in that camp. Yeah. But the way people, the, the rhetoric people use make it seem like if it's not my candidate, then I won't vote for anyone. Right. And it yeah. concerns me that I perhaps would be wrong. Absolutely. No, I think there is, like, the, the sort of viciousness with which people go after Joe Biden while they still call themselves Democrats, I think, is really kind of scary to me. It's also odd because I am all for 
uh, oh, I certainly understand partisanship. Sure. But it seems as if at one point, uh, like, uh, when we were doing this podcast years ago. Yeah. 2016 election. Yes. Yeah. That's where we started this. Uh, we could get into the origin story, but we don't have time. We don't need to. They, uh, people really circled the wagons, if I could use a saying for my day, uh, around the nominee Hillary Clinton, yes. despite some things that we struggled to defend on this podcast. I, oh, I, yeah. I didn't even try at points, and you got frustrated with me. What point I told people <laughs> not to vote. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, she wasn't always a friend of the LGBTQ community. She voted for the Iraq War, you know. Her emails, uh, while no one can really say that they were as big a deal as people made them out to be, still sketchy. Yeah, and more th- moreover, she would probably say she was treated this way during the primaries by the Bernie yeah, uh, sure. camp. Who, Bernie probably kept his campaign going longer than he needed to. Uh, but that being said, I, I worry that... Uh, that there there comes a, this has happened for hundreds of years though uh-huh. people uh, people are all about the the party they lo- the party line until they're not and then yeah yeah I don't know and this has been thought experiment oh that was the whole experiment. that was the whole segment didn't even know it uh, do you if, think guys question for yeah, you hit me do you think Republicans are better at holding the party line than Democrats are that they'll just be like this is our nominee we are voting for them no matter what. No, not really. I mean, you never had a real never Obama uh, contingent uh, of the Democratic Party. Not in the same, not to the same level that you have. Like, you have some Republican media outlets that are anti-Trump. You know, but then um, people showed up and still voted for Trump, though. Even though, they... sure, yeah, in the right places. Yes, they absolutely did. Yeah. Um, Abe, before we move to the Netflix Witcher TV series, uh, do we want to make predictions as to who's going to be the Democratic nominee? Uh, what do you think? I think, I, I think it's going to be Joe Biden. I think it's going to be Joe, Joe Biden as well. And I think it's going to be Elizabeth Warren and Bernie and him through the end. And people are going to be mad in the Bernie camp and the Warren camp but the other one yeah. for not dropping out. But you know, the president predicted this too. That what? That it'll be those three. Oh, yeah, I could see. I mean... I just don't quite get what the distinction is there between Warren and Bernie. Like, it seems like they're largely talking about the same issues. Anyways, uh, who do you think uh, uh, Joe Biden, what type of person, uh, any names uh, jump out to you for who he should pick for a vice president? Oh, I was hoping names from my time in history (laughs) who would remind me of. Oh, okay. You can do either. No, that's fine. Okay. Probably, you know, career politician. Yeah. I get it, but it's weird when he's... Uh, I didn't know too many career politicians who were kind of the patriarch of their political family, like the way he is. Yeah. You know, he is uh, he's, he is one surviving son, rest yeah. in peace to his other son. Really, truly, truly tragic backstory. Absolutely. But he came from nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden did. Uh, but normally when you see somebody who seems so entrenched like him, they, they've had um, uh, someone kind of lay the groundwork for them. Even Hillary Clinton, who is... Uh, uh, incredibly smart person. Uh, at the same time, her husband was president. I mean, yep. she she did have so that therefore some connection. But um, I don't know. I think uh, uh, maybe it'll be uh, it, it'll it'll probably be someone. It'll probably be Tim Kaine again. <laughs> All right, Abe. What uh, let, let's turn to more pressing matters. 
Netflix is soon, uh, I think December 20th, going to release a Witcher TV series. Hashtag The Witcher. Hashtag The Witcher. Timothy, explain the plot of The Witcher video game okay. to the listeners. Now, let's let's be clear. The Witcher, uh, there's a Witcher series of video games, but they are based on a series of novels. I'm not actually familiar with the, uh, I haven't read any of the novels. I'm just familiar with the video just games. Just like I won't be familiar with the video games, soon I'll only be familiar with the TV show. <laughs> the Witcher is a fantasy series in which Geralt of Rivia... Uh, a trained witcher who is essentially like a mutant. Here we go. He's like an X-Man. Nice. Okay, I'm in. But <laughs> unlike being born a witcher, you are sort of transformed into a witcher. Oh, right. Given magic, you take potions before you fight like a werewolf to help you with werewolf fighting or vampire fighting. Um, yeah, and- I mean, you know... Logan was, of course, imbued with the adamantium and his... It is, the, with the what? Adamantium? Adamantium. Adamantium. Yeah. Uh, which was not actually his mutant power. Right, right, right. And if you see if you see Logan, that ends up being what kills him. Yes, right. He was poisoned. Nonetheless, uh, I, I am digressing. There are other instances in which the whole plot of X-Men yeah. 3 is to give the bad guy the solution that makes him a mutant. Right. So, I mean, there are <coughs> instances in the X-Men movie. So anyways, uh, <laughs> Witchers, uh, they are a, a group of people who are hired by, uh, you know, people throughout the countryside to fight uh, monsters and uh, evil things that plague their villages. And they do it, they just do it for money. It's just this uh, contract that they have. Um, and a lot of people were concerned about the um, choice of casting, why am I blanking on his name, your favorite Superman. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Uh, to Cavill? Be, I think it's Cavill. Uh, Mr. Uh, I don't touch women. I just play video games because I'm scared of them. Right. He, play, he's, he tells a lot of talk show stories about playing World of Warcraft. At some point, you're going to have to let me pick some nits about his Witcher workout that Ben yeah. posted. Hit me. Well, he's, he's talking about his personal his personal trainer. Hold on, where can people find this? On YouTube, search okay. for Henry Cavill's Witcher workout. Witcher workout with the with, and it'll be Men's Health video. And it's clear his trainer is just giving him exercises that make him sore. So therefore, that he will think his trainer is competent because <laughs> he's feeling sore. Because it is all about I always get this wrong, but lowering weight is actually what makes your muscles sore. It's actually not pushing weight up or pulling weight oh. up. It's the controlled um, uh, eccentric portion of the movement that where you're fighting, uh, really fighting with gravity. So you can lift weights but largely avoid the soreness if yeah, you just you, do it right? Really? You could, but no, no, you can't really do it right because how are you going to do it? You can't. You have to, you have you, to let them down. It, you know, right, you have yeah. to let them down. So Unless you, there was like somebody there to take them from you every time you lifted them up. I'm not, yeah, we're not doing that. Okay, yeah, just keep going. No, but, but I'm sure you could find someone to do that for yeah. you. But you also are missing some of the, the, the point of stressing the muscle was... Uh, yeah. you want it you want to actually have that eccentric portion but he gives them things like uh romanian deadlifts uh, which are all eccentric portions from the okay. top bottom and he's uh, he's not only doing romanian deadlifts he's doing them with a pause mm-hmm. it's absurd. Uh, just sorry just so people know uh, abe's been trying to lose weight for a while so this is how he trying knows to all lose this. weight this is how he knows all this stuff about weightlifting yeah I've, I've got i fall into a lot of okay good, i'm um, sorry keep going a lot of good like gym. romanian deadlifts yeah do you even lift bro uh, subreddits and <laughs> So there's that. There's a lot of like cable pulls with pauses and stuff, and 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 slowly lowering it. He just beats the crap out of him. And then he's here. He's talking about like I need a workout that won't make me feel so tired while I'm on set. And it's like, well, that's gonna make you feel awful because right. you're doing nothing but eccentric workout. And that concludes my Henry Cavill impression. Talking about his. Anyway, it's just yeah. absolute trash. That person's just 
is wasting money. No, he's yeah. The trainer's committing larceny, and hats off to do him. You, do you feel like uh, with those celebrity trainers, there's a fair amount of it that's like, I need to in order to stand out, I need to make the workout look flashy or something like that. I think there's some parts of it where it's like, oh, I can't wait to. I hope I get a men's health profile in my workout. Right. Yeah. 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 Like the 300 workout, which uh, I've gotten really good at. Abe, you know what you would like? Have you seen the YouTube video? Of Arnold Schwarzenegger discussing his fridge and then his gym workout. Yes, that Men's Health put together. Oh, it's so funny, isn't it? It's just great. Like when they're like trying to ask him just like normal fun questions at the gym and he's like, uh, you know, hey, Arnold, is this a a tough workout or a light workout? And he's like, this is a light workout because you are filming me. I would not be doing this. It's like, hey, Arnold, just loosen up, my man. Yeah, he's not not messing around. Um, yeah. I, so people are not happy about Superman being cast. No, and the reason why I would say this is, uh, and you know, you had that weightlifting stuff. As a video gamer, a lot of us saw uh, Geralt of Rivia as Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, Mads is in Death Stranding. He's already got a video game gig. But, yeah, I mean, it's a bummer. He's He just, he didn't even, they didn't need to do anything to him. He looks like Geralt of Rivia, so it's a shame. Um... I don't, I don't know how I feel about the show right now. It looks expensive. It looks very, you know, incredible production values. Uh, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Why do people hate witchers in this story? Uh, again, like mutants. They, uh, they're but instruments they, of violence. But they do services for them. They hunt the monsters. Yeah, but they're freaks also. How are they freaks? Uh, they are sterile. They have, like, uh, scars all over their body from the, from the fights. They're not, I mean, they're not human. They're, they're a different breed, essentially, of, of being a witcher. Um, sterile scars all over their bodies. Sounds like this is a allegory for how we treat our veterans. Okay. It's, it's not. It's not that. Um, they're always beat up from fights. It's just a fan. It's just a fun fantasy novel. No, I think it's about how we treat our, our troops. We're all willing for them. To, we're willing for them to do the war as long as we don't have to do the war. Um, but then uh, there's also an uh, element of the show that I don't know if they'll ha- take this as part of the show, but an uh, element of the games where it's like him raising a daughter almost, uh, almost a little bit like the Mandalorian with Baby Yoda, nice, um, which we can't talk about. Right. Yeah. So there's scenes in the video game where he's like helping her with her bath homework and then like making her lunch the night before. More training her with sword fights and how to use her powers and oh stuff nice like that. and like yeah. telling her about like hey you know today at school if that girl's mean to you just walk away you don't have to worry about it kind of yeah there's some stuff like that nice finally there's a parenting video game <laughs> there's there's more parenting video games than you think there are oh boy maybe we'll do an episode on parenting video games what hey, do you think i think we should be talking games Folks, that's going to do it for uh, us here on 15 Minutes with Lincoln. If you have any questions, email us at 15minuteswithlincoln at gmail.com. You know what? We haven't gotten an email in a while. Just send us anything. Yes. Just (laughs) screenshot whatever is on your desktop right now and send it to us. Yeah, we'll appreciate that. Yeah. We'll do a whole episode about your desktop screenshots, okay? Okay. Or uh, review us on iTunes. Uh, That's uh, uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Leave us five stars. Abe, anything else about The Witcher or Joe Biden? Timothy, I just want to say, yeah, uh, I'm thankful for you. Hey, I'm thankful for you too, buddy. Nice. We'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln.